Good afternoon, everybody. Uh, this is another special pod blast from the Busting Balls podcast. He's John. I'm Jeffrey. Uh, originally, we had actually planned to do the Busting Balls Goes to the Movies episode. Um, given what's happened in the last week to 10 days, um, I don't think it would. I, 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 I kind of decided I didn't think this was the right time to do like a, a, a real laugh fest, you know, f- you know, one of our usual funny haha episodes because uh, the news that we've been seeing uh, does not warrant that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, John, if, if, if you're there today, uh, how, how, how's things over there? Uh, well, I've got one. Of the, I got one of the horrific calls for the first time in a year, but you know. Dedicated to duty, baby. I'm in. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let, let's just say that th- this has not been a, a, a banner week for the sport, uh, despite, you know, some of the games have been fun, of course, uh, but we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk. Well, except in one case, we are here to talk about that. But um, but basically uh, what, what, what started this was a- after our last our last pod blast, um, the, uh, the, the, the U S sports media and, and, and the sport was, was rocked by, uh, just a, a allegations of sexual abuse and systemic failures to do anything about it in the NWSL, which if you don't know what that is, that is the women's league of American soccer. Uh, and this had come about by uh, two former. Well, I I don't know the former players. I, I they are players. Uh, it was uh, Maya Shim and uh, Sinead Farrelly, who made allegation, who repeated allegations that had been previously said about uh, Coach Paul Riley, who at the time, who at this current time was the coach of the uh, defending champion North Carolina Courage one of the best teams in the league, it must be said. Um, these complaints and allegations were first levied against Paul Riley when he was in when he was the the manager of the Portland Thorns, you know, which has the same ownership group as the Portland Timbers in Major League Soccer. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, there was uh, you know, both uh Shim and Riley um uh, alleged, you know, sexual misconduct up to and including, you know, coercing Riley coercing fairly t- into, you know, sexual activity and also for fresser, you know, pressuring fairly and shim to, you know, kiss one another to a, in order to avoid a conditioning drill. Jeez. So that was, um, you know, the, the complaint was levied in 2015. The league at the time apparently investigated and, of course, found nothing wrong. Um, and then, uh, Riley, you know, but they, they, the Thorns chose not to renew Riley's contract at the end of the 2015 season. Riley then went to the what was known as the Western New York Flash, which then relocated to North Carolina to become the Courage. And had been in charge since then. So, a, a an accused sexual predator had been in charge of pretty much the top team in the NWSL since 2016. Good lord! It 
Yeah, that, I mean, you know, that's like trying to sweep, uh, you know, a heap of dirt under a carpet. You know, your carpet is now two inches off the ceiling here. It, it's this is it, it's disgusting, and you know, and, and what's also disgusting, of course, is the 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 level of scandal and shock that you know the mainstream sports media had about this because ESPN finally decided now is the time to acknowledge the existence of the NWSL. <laughs> yeah. For, for a scandal. Dear yeah. God. Because, you know, it just, it, you know, it, again, you know, it, it goes to show the, the level of respect that women's sports, you know, women's football has in this country and, and in, you know, Western society in general. Absolutely. I, I will say that things have slightly improved in recent years over here because there has been a push to get women's football on television. For instance, uh, the Aston Villa versus Arsenal game was on uh, BBC Two uh, as of la- last week or the week before. Right. I and I, which... Yeah, I know that the, the that the women's Super League ha- and, you know, they've been um, they've been, uh, you know, they, they've been on NBC Sports as well. But that channel's about to go away. So, um but that being said, I mean, let, let, let's get back to the to the to the main topic here. Uh, I mean, these these allegations were published in the Athletic. Um, again, uh, a day, you know, later that day, Riley was relieved of of duties at the uh, at at the Courage. Um, his coaching license has been suspended by U.S. Soccer, and indef- right, so. indefinitely. Um, Lisa Baird, the, the commissioner of the NWSL resigned on October, on October 1st, or maybe, maybe it was September 31st. You know, I can never remember what day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was October 1st. Um, and then the, the, the weekend matches from October 1st and 2nd were canceled for that weekend. They were, they were postponed. Yep. Because I mean, do you expect do you expect players to play in the in that in this set of circumstances? Oh God, no! You can't. You would you would be inhuman, and you know <laughs> this kind of thing has happened before. But no, in any sane world, you don't. Right, and then we also found out that um, you know Richie Burke, the the coach, the head coach of the Washington Spirit, um, was also fired. Amid, alleged misconduct and um, the team owner has resigned from his role. You know, Steve Baldwin has now resigned from his role as the CEO, even though the players are urging him to sell the team. And quite right too. <laughs> Cause um, it, you know, these guys saw an abuse of power and, and let's face it. There is no way that this was not known about and they let it go. That is neglecting the people who have put themselves in, who are trusting you. If yeah, you can't exactly. To deal with it. And know. especially <laughs> in women's sports too. Oh, absolutely. I mean, we, we, yeah. we, we are still reeling in this country from what happened with USA gymnastics. Oh, good. Oh God. Yes. Uh, Simone, but what Simone Biles came out with, which is the only stuff that's made over here. Right. No, um, no. I'm talking about the, the decades of sex abuse in us gymnastics. Oh, beyond that. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and, and also, you know, the, the head coach of the, the OL Reign in, uh, in, in, in Washington State, you know, the, the, you know, they used to be known as the Washington Reign and then they, 
you know, began a, you know, co-promotion with, uh, you know, with Olympique Lyon, the, you know, yeah. one of the top women's sides in, in the world. Uh, their coach, Farida Benstidi, was, had resigned back in July because there was a complaint against him. So yeah, clearly there is a there. there, there this is systemic. There is yeah. a, a massive, massive failure by the league to Absolutely. protect to protect its players. You know the people who are actually playing the fucking games, and the you know the ones who are out there, the ones who have the most to risk and lose. Yeah, it's. Yeah, you, you sorry, you have to take you have a duty of care at that point. Um I have no idea if the uh if, if the women's players have a union, but it if there is it really needs they to get do. involved. Oh they, they do, do because they, they levied an eight point set of demands at the league. Cool. Um, which uh the, the, they're out there they're out there on the internet uh if you go to uh on twitter at nwsl underscore players uh the, those uh they were posted on uh on october the 6th but i mean it, it, it's pretty wide sweeping i don't think we have the, the the bandwidth to discuss all of them here cool yeah but it, it's an eight point set of demands that says basically uh get your shit together Protect us, and by the way, we also want you know input into the new commissioner. Which you know what? After this, yeah, go right yeah, ahead. Sure. Go right ahead. And you know, and for their part, you know, FIFA is now opening investigations into this. U.S. Soccer has retained Sally Q. Yates, you know, the former deputy attorney general. Um, of the United States to conduct an independent investigation with full autonomy, access, etc. Well, we'll you know, as we have seen, that doesn't always pan out. No, quite quite the way that they say it will. And of course, uh, NWSL has retained its own law firm to uh, to oversee investigations and to make recommendations for reform. There is a three person executive committee who is now going to be leading the league until the new commissioner is is in is, is hired and and uh and put in charge. Um I think Merritt Paulson, you know, the the Thorns and Portland Timbers owner, uh definitely needs to be called to account here. And there and, and the Thorns have placed their general manager and president of, 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 of football operations, uh, Gavin Wilkinson on administrative leave, you know, as, as far as, because the, the Thorns players demanded that because yep. of this. And yeah, it, it's, it's disgusting. And it's disgusting that this is what has gotten club women's club football in this country to the forefront in the media. And it's, yeah, go ahead. No, 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 no. Keep going. Keep going. You would. No, I mean, that, 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 that's all I really had to say. Again, it, it, it takes this to get the media to pay attention to the women's league. And I mean, even you and I recently had even been talking about, you know, you know, we, we kind of except for the women's super league, we haven't really been talking. And, you know, the occasional, 
U.S. women's national team, we hadn't really said much lately, and that's on us. You know that that that, that that's a, that's a failure on our part. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, and you know it's it's a long haul to get this to the right point because you know you're talking for decades of women's sport essentially being put down. Um, you know, it, 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 you know, there was a point where women were essentially banned from playing football in the UK or in England, I should say, by the English FA. They weren't allowed to play at the same grounds or on the you know at the same time as men's men were. It was ridiculous. Yeah. And, so and, and, and let's not generate. Of oh, entrenched yeah. stuff, to, yeah. It, it's generations of entrenched stuff to come out here, and and as we have said, and as we have pulled up many times here, pay the women of the USA at least for a start. The same, you know, there, there is no the Irish FA have, have you know come into this and promised this. Well, I believe that there now, there is an agreement now for U.S. soccer too. I believe good. there is an agreement. I, uh, me being the cynic that I am, I think that what they're going to do is they're going to cut the salaries of the men's team. Huh. Well, let let's not be unfair. The men's team have kind of earned <laughs> that in recent years. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean they, they, they but, seem to be doing fun. a little bit of rebuilding under Greg Berhalter right now. I mean they, are, but you know, anyway, we, we're not here to discuss that right now. I do yeah. want to make mention of a particular tweet that was said. There, I mean, quite a few women's football stars have spoken out about this. You know, Pat, you know. Current and former, you know, the likes of Megan Klingenberg, Julie Foudy, you know, who is now, you know, an ESPN analyst, you know, Becky yep. Sauerbrunn, Abby Wambach, uh, and Alex Morgan, you know, posted some receipts as well. I just want to mention this one in particular, men protecting men who are abusing women. I'll say it again, men protecting men who are abusing women, burn it all down, let all their heads roll. You're surely... Our Empress Megan Rapino. Seconded. It's just yeah. Again, it, it's uh, friendships and connections always seem to trump the right thing here. Yeah, and I, I know that I, I'm fully aware of mine and John's status as two, you know, over forty white guys talking about this. I, oh, I, I'm, I'm well aware of, of that. And, but, you know, it, it, it's us who also need to be the ones who need to be saying this, too, because uh, uh, unfortunately in this society, we are the only ones who seem to get listened to. Yeah, you, you have to have check. You have to have persuade the dominant group somewhere that a change is needed. Yeah, but so, I, mean, I, I that's all because, I, I can really say. I mean, I. I mean, that's all really I could say. I mean, because, it, it, I mean, it, in some way, it's not my place, but also it, it, it's totally our place. We have to say this. Yeah. You know, this, yeah, is, just, this is unacceptable. And that how, how the women are being treated in their own league. Yeah. This is their um, league and they're getting preyed upon. Yeah. It, it's, they're, they're seen as commodity essentially here. And that's just beyond the pale. I mean, we're, we're seeing this now. I mean, like, accountability is like, as we've seen over and over and over again, especially in in athletics, you know, it, it's seen as, as something that just happens to other people. Like, you know, you know, in American sports right now, 
Urban Meyer, the the current head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, but you know, no more known for his work in in, in college football, is finally facing some accountability for his actions, and he he's losing fight. his mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and deservedly so. Because let's face it, I mean, they'll, they'll you know he'll come out and say he didn't do anything criminal. No, you didn't. But um, you know, dude, what what is he? Fifties, sixties. Being, you know, and he's grinding with a girl who could be his granddaughter here. Yeah, in in the bar that bears his name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, fuck Urban Meyer. I mean, he he he's a scumbag. Yeah, and and you know, and the worst thing people are going, oh, he should have been on the plane home watching game film and stuff. It's like, yeah, and he should. Yes, but also, <laughs> yeah. Not have been doing that in a bar. You, you, uh, you know, if you are in the public eye like that, you have it's to know. It's not even there. It's just, it, it's just, you know, the, you know, be a man about it, and you know, accept you did wrong on, on very many levels, and you know, <laughs> yeah, grow the fuck up. You be know? better. Be better. Yeah, just yeah. yeah. That's exactly. Ugh. I, I swear, accountability is just something that is we, we as a society have been conditioned to not accept accountability. Yeah, it, it happens to other people is is the essential thing. And once you get the notion that some from some people that they are beyond accountability, you get things going way offline. You know, yeah. to you know, to put it politely. Yeah, exactly, and. Now, all, all I could say in, in, in some in summary of this portion is, you know, I, I really hope for the players' sake that, you know, the like, actual justice is done and, and and things do, you know, a, a safer environment for you know their own league yeah. comes about because of this. Yeah. So absolutely uh, because that. It, it, it's the only meaningful change you can have. You, you know, we, we can punish individuals all we want, and they deserve it. Yeah, but but you have to have lasting meaningful reform. In, indeed, and then uh, yeah. So it, it, while while we were still reeling from this, we we found out yet we found out midweek uh, of an attempted murder on the pitch yeah. in, in Brazil. Yeah. An attempted murder. Um, uh, William w- William. Ribeiro, uh, who uh, was playing for Sport Club Sao Paulo in Brazil. Now, mind you, this is not the same Sao Paulo uh, of, you know, the, the the classic, you know, Copa Libertadores level Sao Paulo. This is a lower division team. You know, this yeah, is, so it, they're in Rio Grande do Sul. So. Yeah, this is a different <laughs> Sao Paulo. But it, it, essentially what happened is in, in, a, in, a, in a match away at, uh, at Guarani RS, which I don't know what RS stands for, in, 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 in Venancio Ares, um, basically he was failed to be given a free kick and he attacks the referee, including kicking him in the head. And... Kicking him in the head hard. Yes. Let, let it was. Yeah. Yeah. He, so he has been. Yeah, he has been a. Uh, he, he he has been arrested and charged with attempted murder. Yeah. Um. 
see, uh, unlike what we've just been talking about, there have been consequences because, you know, a it's it was on camera. It's not above law. And, you know, he obviously his playing contract has been immediately terminated. Yes. And yeah. Yeah. And from what I understand, um, this came from the excellent, always excellent Stephen Drennan on Twitter here. Um, apparently, you know, the the the, the Bra- in Brazilian law, the um, you know, the the lesser, you know, the reason for violence, the higher the sentence can be. So apparently the prosecutor in the case is pushing for 30 years behind bars, mm. which yeah, you you know you know that it, it the footage is on the, out there on Twitter and it is horrific. Yeah, it is. It's disgusting, and you know, it, it, yeah. It, and the thing is, is that apparently this game was supposed to be a celebration of of Sport Club Sao Paulo's one hundred thirteenth anniversary. Yeah. And th- this is just... Yeah, not exactly the, the end of part you want. Yeah, what a... Yeah, it just... I mean, it, it, yes, everybody has wanted to slap the official before. There was no fucking call to do it, though. No, not at all. You know, I mean, you, you're looking... The only previous... You know, the only comparable offense I can remember, I'm sure worse things have happened elsewhere... Um, you look at when Paolo Di Canio just shoved the referee, or when other, you know, see red card. You see the red card come straight out for that. But I have never, ever seen a player just go for the referee like that and, and get arrested on like that. You know, it's just yeah. and, and absolutely rightly get arrested like that. Right. Well, I mean, and we've just seen that happen in Brazil too, with the Argentinian players getting yanked off the pitch by police. Oh God, yes, yes, we did for for far less. <laughs> Yeah, Man. yeah, just so, yeah. But, so, so we we already had that taste in our mouth, and so we 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 had these two bad tastes in our mouths. And then, uh, what happens early Friday morning, John? Well, well, maybe it was Friday afternoon your time, but Friday morning my time. What happens uh, early Friday morning your time is that we get news that Newcastle United fans have been waiting for for <laughs> decades. In that Mike Ashley has sold the club. Now, at that point, yeah, great. You have to be happy for Newcastle fans to be rid of an owner who has been nothing but toxic for them. Well, yeah, I mean, but, this, this is a, a, okay. So let's build up the story a little bit. Mike Ashley, as, as we have been on record on our show numerous other times, is is horrible. He was a Horrible owner, a horrible person. Um, this was somebody who tried to double dip into also trying to own Rangers at one point too in Scotland. Um, yep. yeah, Mike Ashley. Mike Ashley was a cancer to the sport that needed to be excised. There is no no doubt about that. Pretty much, he yeah, but he was bad. And- yeah, I mean, if you've ever been to Newcastle, you know how passionate the people up there are about that team. There's oh, yeah. no, you know, no two ways about that. They are what you know. It's so it it's it's I don't know if there are, there are very very few other cities 
which are as unified in their you know in in their adoration purely of a football team you know we think most of the cities are split but not newcastle yeah i'm you know i'm absolutely happy for them but you then get who is buying newcastle and, and who is buying newcastle united uh football club john i i, I believe i would have to be slightly careful in how i word this um because i i it, because officially it isn't saudi arabia but a sovereign wealth fund which just happens to have the crown prince as its main owner of course yeah mohammed bin salman is one of the money marks behind this is what it comes down to yeah uh mohammed bin salman who by the way Sorry. Uh, who, 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 by the way, uh, you know, probably most, 99% most likely um, ordered the the uh, killing of a journalist. And, and of yeah, course, yeah. you know, which was covered up, which was covered up by, you know, our former president. Yeah, absolutely. And it wasn't over here. It was a big issue for a long time. Yes, um, it, Jamal Khashoggi, of course, was the name yep. of the of the journalist. Um, yeah, and this is the guy who's gonna. And this is one of the people behind new, the takeover of Newcastle United. Yeah, as someone as I've seen quite a point out and asked many times on Twitter, what's the limit for a human rights abuse for a new owner to be not declared a fit and proper person? Um, uh, yeah. Because- yeah, I, yeah, yeah. The, the the whole fit and proper person, I think. Well, I I think we we've said this before. This is not enforced in any way, shape, or form. It it's apparently it's it's stricter than the company directors test for for a UK uh, company. But frankly, I don't think that's saying that much. I mean, I mean, here you go. You know, obviously, of of all the issues around Saudi Arabia. What do you think was the the biggest stumbling block to negotiating this deal? Oh, it was. I, I know the answer to this. It was the bootleg. It, it was like pirated Premier League. It was broadcast. pirated. Exactly. It just like. <laughs> yeah, I can understand as, as a commercial point of view. That has to be a minor issue. I'm, I'm sure for you, which. I'm sure they sort it out quite happily, particularly if there is extra cash in the right pockets at this point. Um, but I mean, no, no. Look, look at all the human rights restrictions in Saudi Arabia here, particularly. Let, let's not be regarded with our LGBTQ plus um, friends here. They are, you know, the, you know what what happens to them if they if they are found? They are, you know, they, they're murdered possibly. They they are imprisoned at worst. Chemically it's, castrated. Exactly. It's it's like, man. Well, yeah, and and how does that play out when the league does rainbow laces every year? Yeah, you know, it's. I, I, it is. Are they going to rule? You know, New, that Newcastle can be accept, ex, sorry, bleh, accepted from that. Yeah, exactly, and, you know. It, I mean, as we've mentioned a couple of times before on this show, I mean, I do other podcasts too involving professional wrestling and 
Boy, let me tell you the 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 outcry against WWE and Vince McMahon when they started working with the with the with the Saudi royal family too for special shows in 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 in, in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Boy, it's... let me tell you. I mean, the, the the words blood money got thrown around. Well, guess what? Players are going to be bought with blood money now it seems. Which we could almost make the point that this has happened already with other clubs. Well, yes, and that is a fair point, too, that we have to make, which is obviously the, the, the billionaire own, foreign owner aspect in the Premier League. I mean, that ship sailed, you know, in 2003. Yep. With, with Roman Abramovich. But, I mean, do we really do if we really dug deep, do we really think that Roman Abramovich and Sheikh Mansoor and, and others um, don't have some skeletons in their closets that they don't want uh, being revealed? Uh, I, I think it's highly unlikely. I would, funnily enough, be exactly with you on that, given that we know, uh, well, I mean, Abramovich himself, you can go back into the conduct of Russia just after the breakup of the Soviet Union and it is not a pretty picture you, you know at best yeah I mean but seriously though I mean is this what football needs is maybe you know what maybe we need to like start thinking about who we're letting into football I mean I, I again the ships already sail but you know you know at, at some point there has to be a breaking point I'm wondering this if this is it. And because, yeah. because, good Lord, I mean, this, uh, uh, a week that started off with, 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 with sex abuse allegations and is now ending with Mohammed bin Salman. Uh, yeah. And is, is there any wonder we didn't want to do a laugh riot episode this week? Hell no. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I, I do understand that the, obviously the clubs of the Premier League Unified are not entirely happy about this. They were not even consulted about it. And the government is refusing to say how involved it was in this deal either. Um, you know, which... Well, wow. Yeah. Uh, wow, Boris not being forthcoming about a sh- about shady shit he's engaged in. Wow. I am shocked. Uh, in fairness, he's on holiday again, so, you know. Oh, well. At least he's not okay, on the golf course, I guess. No, no, he does. He does. He goes to foreign beaches for his holidays because the UK beaches are quite polluted these days, apparently, because we've had to lower certain standards on cleanliness and sewage. So, yeah, but, but, but like, we Brexit won't... going well, I see. Yeah, but yes, um, I mean, as well as this, we we are now we now have to point out Newcastle are the richest club in the world by technically because this is they are backed by. Someone who has, I believe, something like eight times more than the next wealthiest owners who are cities. So, uh, I mean, there's one thing to discuss on this, you know, uh, just on a football level. Are they aware that they can't actually do anything about it until January earliest? And the January transfer market usually is not any great shakes. No, but let's look at it this way. Uh, Barcelona must and agents of players for Barcelona must have a hotline to St. James's Park here because let's face it, 
that's where you want to make your money. That's where you want to sell players off to. Who can they can afford to take on the wage? They can afford to take on, you know, a huge transfer fee that would help clear Barcelona's debts or whatever. So you know, they might be even you know even worse than, or, or just as bad, I should say. They might act as a get out clause for clubs from the consequences of their own actions. <sighs> Yeah, this is not painting a pretty picture for for the sport. It has to be said. This is not painting a pretty picture. I'm kind of worried about the direction things are going to be going in the immediate future. But, you know, we have a long season to get through to see just how bad it's going to end. And, you know, let's face it, we'll be here, you know, probably through the years here, too. And uh, yeah, it, again, the, the, we're we're calling this the worst week. This is possibly the one of the worst weeks in the sport ever. Absolutely, uh, based it's, on all this. I, I yeah. So, so again, forgive us if you if you if you were looking forward to us, you know, yucking it up. But yeah, today was was not that day. But we'll yuck it up next time. Promise. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll uh, yeah, we're we'll, hopefully we'll we'll get that. Uh, here soon because we really do we are starting to get a little bit behind on our topics now but, Absolutely. but you know at the same time you know th- things do come up and, and and life happens and yeah sometimes you just get one of the worst weeks ever in 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 the sport and you just need to say something about it so uh Absolutely. so with that uh this has been a uh a special pod blast from the Busting Balls podcast. You can hit us up on Twitter at Busting Balls Pod. Email us, bustingballspod at gmail.com. You have been listening to us through our native SoundCloud feed, soundcloud.com slash busting dash balls, or the PWOM podcast network, soundcloud.com slash pro wrestling only. And you can f- find us on Spotify, search Busting Balls podcast. Uh, we promise. The next time we record, it's going to be Busting Balls Goes to the Movies. We're, we're, we're going to be back on, on our on our comedic form. Um, John, do you have any last words you want to say about anything? I'll, I'll say in the words of Yaz and the Plastic Population, from here, the only way is up. Uh, well, we, we hope so, because, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and really, I just hope all the best for the, the players in the NWSL. Absolutely. And, and trying to navigate, you know, the, the, this this new this new, you know, hopefully safer league that they that they will have for themselves. So, uh, all right. Well, until then, we'll uh, we'll be back in in a week or so, probably or so, more likely. So, uh, until then, uh, we'll 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 talk to you then. Good night.